Reverend uh, Sheila Lacerda is, uh, she, she shared, uh, we had our staff up there at Oasis the last couple of days. She was up there just resting and she shared with us her testimony. Uh, I can't get into it, but it, it is a, one of these days, I just want her to come and share the testimony because just to see the progression of her life from how she got born again, persecuted and beaten by her parents for believing in Jesus in, in, in Brazil, uh, just persecution after persecution and how just as a young teenager, God started to speak to her. She started to learn to hear God's voice on her own without a lot of teaching and how God led her to England. And, and she was becoming a, a dentist. Her specialty was root canals. Uh, so if anybody needs a root canal, we have a free root canal after service. <laughs> Uh, it's just amazing. She's a very educated lady, uh, was, had her whole career lived in London, uh, in Notting Hill area where they filmed that movie. She lived in that same place. She went to the store where they filmed the movie. So she lived very, you know, just, she had a beautiful place. Her future was set. She made good money. Everything was organized, but God had called her to the ministry and God started to talk to her about going back to her country which I'm sure was a very difficult step to make when everything is set in London. And now God asks you to go back to Brazil and preach the gospel for a fraction of the income and all these different things. But she obeyed. She got hooked up with Bishop uh, Keith Butler, who's her spiritual father, who Dr. Dufresne knew, and, and he was under Dad Hagen and under Kenneth Copeland and a wonderful man of God. And uh, just to see how God has blessed her and increased her. And she, yes, she translates for f- people, but her primary call is she is a teacher and and a traveling minister, and she travels all over the globe. And uh, she's already been to five, six different countries this year already, and she travels all over Brazil. You know that Brazil, Rama Brazil, there's more Ramas in Brazil than all the world put together. Brazil has the largest work of Rama by far globally, and she teaches in a lot of their schools. She is constantly on the go, and she is a very busy lady. And uh, when I've been down in Brazil just two times now, one with a mission trip and one just myself and, and, and uh, Reverend Sandy and my wife and Pastor Happy, she, she translates for me, and she really only translates for big speakers. She doesn't really translate for small speakers. I fall into the category of the latter. And so... Uh, Uh, you know, I don't know why she does that for me, but I'm telling you, Reverend Sheila, I've been all over the world. I've had translators in so many countries and some of them, you just, the anointing just lifts off you because they are so in the flesh. They don't know what they're doing and it really affects your flow when you're preaching. And she is the best. And I say this, I don't exaggerate. She is the best I've ever had anywhere in the world. And it's because she has a call on her life and she knows the anointing. And when we, when we preach together, I wish you could see it. It's like, she's the only person that I, I say the sentence, she's speaking, and I'm already saying the next sentence. She's translating and listening and then translating, and it's just like this machine flow. I can't explain it to you, but it is so glorious. I just, my God, I think we should just preach. I want to just preach. I want her to stay, and next Sunday I preach, and she translates into Portuguese, just so you can see it. My God. She is so anointed, but more than that, she is her own minister in her own right in an office, and we receive her, and uh, Bishop Butler has opened up his churches to her, and he does not do that lightly, and she is a, she is a true woman of God, and I want you to open up your hearts. Heavenly Father, we put a demand in the name of Jesus on that office that she stands in. We put a demand. Lord, you told Dad Hagen every service has a, a, a flow, but there's a highest flow for 
for every service. And Lord, we attain to that highest flow for this morning and for tonight. We put a demand on that office and on that anointing. We put a pull on that in Jesus' name. Lord, let her operate in that flow and let us attain the highest of the plan of God that is in the mind of God for this service today. Father, let us attain that highest flow. Lord, we put a demand on it and we thank you that her words are filled with revelation, truth, and grace, that you confirm the word with signs and wonders, and that she would feel completely and utterly at home here in this church. I know she's far from her home, but Father, let her feel at home here, for we are of like heart and of like spirit, and we have a covenant relationship, her and my wife and I, and Father, we want her to feel as comfortable with us here as I do when I'm with her in her nation. So Father, I thank you. Oh, we open up our hearts now to receive, and we honor your servant and your woman of God and your preacher of righteousness in this building today. In Jesus' name, amen. Reverend Sheila, we welcome you. Would you stand and welcome her, please? God bless you. Love you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Uh, what an honor and uh, what an introduction. I feel like uh, interpreting you right now. So <laughs> maybe you should, you should just come and, we, you know, I just do whatever I do in Brazil. It's so, such a great honor to be here. I don't really take it lightly. Thank you so much for uh, having me, Pastor Craig and Pastor Jenny. I love you guys, and I already love you. <laughs> Amen. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a, a great honor, and uh, we had a wonderful time of fellowship at the Oasis in the Highlands. I mean, if you haven't been there, I mean, I don't know what, what's up with you. <laughs> My goodness, what a beautiful place, and oh, it's amazing. And I've been coming to Canada. This is not my first time. Uh, as Pastor said, I'm connected to uh, Bishop Keith Bartlett. He has a, a church, a word of faith, uh, in another area of Toronto. And every time I come, I always go to church, hotel, church, hotel, and leave. Yeah. So this is the very first time it was so precious to take me oh, yeah. away <laughs> and not see just buildings, yeah. but see the beauty of your land. Yeah. Amen. So I fell in love with it and uh, praise God for it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I remember I, I had the great privilege to interpret for Dr. Ed Dufresne when he came to Brazil in 2012. And I also did uh, interpreting for Pastor Nancy. And I remember they were in the green room uh, just getting ready for the service. That was his first time there. And Pastor Bud, who is the founder of Rama in Brazil and all the Verbo da Vida churches, we have uh, over 40, uh, 400 churches in Brazil over 140 Ramai schools uh, throughout the country. And uh, so uh, we had this minister's conference. It was a, a lot of, like at the time, probably like uh, 2,000 pastors and ministers that doc, Dr. Edufrain had come to preach for them and also Pastor Nancy. And Pastor Bud was like, man, I'm looking forward to hear the word, you know, coming from you. And then uh, I heard Dr. Ed Dufresne, because I was there serving in the green room and uh, taking them and doing whatever, you, you know, how you serve yes. the local church. Yes. Uh, so, and I heard him saying, well, thank God that the pressure is on the Holy Ghost. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
So uh, thank God that the pressure is on the Holy Ghost this morning. Amen. But uh, I do believe that I heard uh, a word for you today. So uh, I am endeavoring and hooking up my faith uh, to uh, announce and to preach and minister the way that God has intended. I've been praying over you for a while. And uh, since my times of prayer for you, for this congregation, and like Pastor Craig said, I really travel a lot uh, within my country and also outside the country. And you know, when you're a preacher and you, when you are a minister, you always have a word yeah. ready. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody, if you're in a meeting, if you're not even expected to speak anything, but right. if somebody comes, you have a word yes. ready yes. because that's how you're taught. Yes. And uh, it, it is the same thing with me, but I, I always take the time to ask God, what does God have for this yes. local body? Yes. You know, what is, the, what is the word for you for this time? Yes. Uh, yes, we can preach. Yes, we can teach. But like Pastor said, uh, I am looking f f for the highest level. And as I was picking up in prayer, I do believe that I heard the Lord say, this is a time, this is a season of open door for you. Glory to God. Amen. So let's please uh, turn our Bibles to the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. Psalms uh, chapter 78. We're going to start reading verse 23. Psalms chapter 78. Verse 23. <clears throat> it, says, it says this. Though he had commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven. And he had rained down manna upon them to eat and had given them the corn of heaven. Men did eat angels food. He sent them meat to the full. He caused an east wind to blow in the heaven. And by his power, he brought in the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as dust and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp round about their habitations. Now we understand if we look and read around it, we know that uh, you know, the Bible here is talking about the disobedient people that uh, did not believe God. Although God had made all of this to them and for them, they still didn't believe it. But I, I am, I'm hooking my faith this morning that that's not you. That's right. Amen. You're not the, the, the disobedient bunch. Amen. You're not the, the, the unbelieving ones. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he had changed our hearts. You see, the people of Israel, they couldn't believe and they could not be how God wanted them to be because of their nature. 
But this is not us because he had changed our nations, nature. We are new creation in Christ Jesus. Amen. So the Bible says all these things that, that he commanded the heavens. He commanded the clouds from above so that the, the doors of, of heaven would be open. Praise God. So when heavenly doors are open, God will move things into the earth. Amen. Amen. And that's how we see this because when the open, the doors of, of heaven were open, manna rained down. Amen. Hallelujah. They had corn of heaven. The Bible says men did eat angels food. I don't know if you are ready for this season that God is announcing over you. Amen. But when that season is coming, then God starts to move things on the earth just for you. Why? Because of the season that you are getting in. And, and, and I, I'm here really to announce to you this, this season of open doors where God is now moving things in heavenly places. Amen. He is adjusting things. He is moving things out of the way. Hallelujah. He is providing in such a manner and in such a, a way that, that you have not seen yet. Hallelujah. But this is all, you know, and, and even the, the, the Bible talks here about the east wind and the south wind. I don't know if that geographically would mean anything to you, but hey, the Bible talks about the Holy Ghost being the wind, the fire, the water, the rivers. Come on. Hallelujah. And just like Pastor Craig preached, uh, was talking this morning about a revival in this land, about people getting hungry for God. Amen. Now the season is opening just before your eyes. So we see all those things. Manna came down. Men eat the corn of heaven. They ate uh, angels' food. Uh, meat was sent to them to the full. To the full. So there shall be provision to you to the full. Hallelujah. Because of the season that just is stepping into just before your eyes. And the Bible said that he did bring the, the wind from the east and from the south. He rained flesh. Glory to God. And you know what? It was right in the midst of that camp. Come on. You don't even have to go far. You don't even have to go somewhere. You don't have to cross borders. Hey, God is already doing things and he's ready to do things right here where you are. Right in the midst of your camp. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let's turn to Revelation. Revelation chapter 3, please. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha ha. Hallelujah. I already stood up here. <laughs> Glory to God. Pastor Craig, you're right. I am at home. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, 
he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. Hallelujah. Verse 8, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. Glory to God. Hey, this is the word of the Lord for you this morning. Amen. He says, I put, I set before you an open door, and no man can shut it. No man can shut it. Amen. He opens the door and no man can shut it. Now, look what he says. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Glory to God. You see, you don't have to be big and you don't have to, you know, have much strength. Amen. He said, you know, you are little, you have little strength, but, but this is the thing. You have kept my word and you have not denied my name. Glory to God. And that's why wide open doors are swinging just before you because in the hard times you kept my name. Hallelujah. Under pressure, you stayed with me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You didn't have much strength, but even be, be, even when there was much pressure on you, even with little strength, you kept my word. You see, and that's what God wants. He doesn't want you to be showing off how much strength you have. He knows you have limitations. He knows you have limitations. Come on. But the thing is, are you keeping his word? Under pressure, who are you going to give in to? Are you going to give in to persecution, to all these distractions that are coming against you? Or are you going to keep his word? Amen. Amen. Because he's about to open some doors. I'm speaking by the Spirit here, and I'm on an assignment since the day I came to Toronto, and I know this word is for you. Glory to God. Open uh, a season of open doors where no man can shut. No man can shut. No man can shut. No man can shut. before you an open door that no man can shut just because you have little strength but you kept my name and you kept my word hallelujah you did not deny my name you know what in a season of open doors there are doors of revelation and insight that are available to you amen hallelujah so revelation chapter 4 verse 1 now please Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. It says this, after this I looked and behold a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. Which said come up hither and I will show things. 
show you things which must be hereafter. So uh, John, the apostle John, he, saw, he sees this open uh, door in heaven. Now the moment that he sees this open door, he hears a voice. You see, the season of open doors for you, promise of life, you know, you're going to start to get some revelation and some insight. Amen. Clear, clear, clearance in the, in the ways that God is going to uh, 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 direct you and guide you. Amen. Now, he said, I heard this voice. It was the sound of a trumpet talking with me. And the voice said, come up here. You see, a season of open doors, it will make you move up to greater levels. You see, it's been good so far, but there is another level, a higher level that God is endeavoring you as a church to just come up to. He said, come up here and I will show you things that will happen. So in this season of open doors, <laughs> praise the Lord, get ready for some revelation. Get ready to just go up another level. Get ready to receive impartation. Get ready to receive more revelation from God. Get ready to hear the voice of God in a way that you have never heard before. Get ready for some revelation about what is about to happen. Get ready to get some revelation and insight about your future, about what God is wanting to do. So he is positioning this church. He is positioning this church. I'm saying that again. He is positioning this church for a greater level, for a higher level, so that you can receive from God some revelation and some insight. Sight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now in John chapter 16, verse 13, John uh, chapter 16, verse 13 says this, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you, guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Amen. Now Jesus here was talking about the comforter, the Holy Spirit. Amen. That he would, uh, you know, show us things to come. He will, would guide us into all truth. Now this word here, show, in the Greek means to announce, to declare, to report, to make none. So yes, the primary way that the Holy Ghost will guide us is through the inward witness. Amen. That's the primary way. But in this season, in this season of open doors, be ready to have things unveiled right before your eyes. Because there is a a spiritual sharpness coming to you because of the season that you are in. Amen. A greater revelation, a sharper understanding, insight of what to do, how to do it, when to do it. Tapping into the wisdom of God into this season. 
Hallelujah. For there is a wisdom that is proper for this era. There is a wisdom that is from above. It's not natural. It's not carnal. It's not human. Hallelujah. And in order for you to get to that wisdom, you have to understand I am in a season of open doors where things now, amen, things now, I know, yes, we are led by the Holy Ghost, the inward witness, but be ready for some greater revelation. Glory to God. Be ready for some revelation. Be ready to receive downloads of wisdom of God. Suddenly you know what to do. Hallelujah. Suddenly you know what to do. It's going to be a suddenly. You're going to be looking things, looking here, God, what do I do? What do I do? And you know, all this doubt in your, in your mind, but suddenly they're coming, that's coming a peace. Yeah. Amen. Suddenly an impartation from the Holy Ghost, a revelation and insight of what you should do, how you should handle that, with whom you should, should handle that. Glory to God. So a greater operation in the spirit of seeing and knowing. Come on. Now, a a season of open doors, it it comes so much within it. Amen. And I truly believe that there is an impartation, Pastor Craig, for your church in the spirit of seeing and knowing. Amen. Not just you as a pastor and Pastor Jenny as a, as a pastor as a gift, but the whole church tapping into higher degrees, higher levels of the spirit of uh, revelation, the spirit of wisdom. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now we can sit around and look and do like the, the people of Israel did, did not believe that, disobeyed that, and did not get the fruit of that, or you can jump right in. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, God is opening a door before you. And it's up for you to just take a step in and enjoy all that God has for you for this season. A season of open doors. I know, I'm not saying how long that's going to take. It's up for the Lord. A season, it may not be take three months or six months. I don't know. A season in the realm of the spirit can be for years. Amen. I, I don't know. You have to figure that out for yourself. I'm only the messenger. I'm just here to announce you about the new season for your life. A season of open doors. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now in Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter, uh, I'm sorry. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Praise God. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 says this. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Without praying also for us that God 
would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. So the Apostle Paul was asking a prayer and faith to be joined with his so that they could have an open door of utterance. You see, a season of open doors, you know, God is ready to open any kind of thing that has been uh, uh, set back, any kind of thing that has been closed for so long. Amen. And, and, and when I was praying that out for you, because I did receive the season of open doors for you. And, and, you know, and I'm praying that out in the spirit. And, and as the Lord directs me. And the Lord told me about uh, believing for this door of utterance. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. A door of utterance so that the ministers of this house, Pastor Craig, Pastor Jenny, and all his uh, ministerial team can manifest the gospel as they ought to. Amen. Amen. Now, a door of utterance, is, it also means a wider platform to preach from. Hallelujah. So I've been walking that in the spirit, in praying. And Pastor Craig, I know that you, you have mentioned uh, many times that, you know, you have so many places that you get invited and you have to really uh, believe God and know where I should go and, and which uh, 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 invitation I should accept or not. But I see a wider platform coming to you and Pastor Jenny. It, it's something that it's uh, unusual. It's something that is supernatural. It's something that is going to be in such an extraordinary way. It's not going to be just a door of utterance that you are already used to, but it's going to be in such a wider way, in such a bigger platform that when, when you're going to be there standing, you're going to look and say, only God could have done this. Only God could have opened that door. But you see, in a season of open doors, be ready for some miracles. Come on. Be ready for some unusual things happening to you. Come on now. Be ready for some un unusual and extraordinary things happening. Extraordinary invitations happening. A door of utterance. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. A door of utterance. Maybe some of you have to be, you know, going to court or before a judge or whatever. A door of utterance will be open just right before you. Hallelujah. Now, this season of open doors will also not only bring utterance, not only bring heavens, uh, moving things in the earth, hallelujah, but also it will bring uh, uh, salvation and favor. Hallelujah. So let's turn to Acts chapter 16, please. Acts chapter 16, verse 13. Glory to God. Acts 16, verse 13 says this. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by a riverside where prayer was want to be made. And we sat down and he spake unto the women which resorted 
hither. I'm sorry, my English is sometimes. Uh, so uh, I hope you're reading from your Bible and not just paying attention in my words, you know. Verse 14, and a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Tiatira. <laughs> Come on, you can correct me. You can correct me. Which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, that she attended unto the things which were spoken by Paul. You see, so they were there, they were speaking the word, and the Bible says that God opened the heart of Lydia to what Paul was talking about. You see, in, in this season of open doors, God is going to, you know, open the door of the hearts of the people. Amen. Glory to God. So open doors will grant you access to the hearts of the people. Amen. Now they heard Paul, but the Bible says that the Lord opened the heart. You see, one thing is for you to preach the word because you, you know, you, you have to do it. But another thing is when the Lord is opening the hearts. You see, and it is coming a season where you don't have to preach much or do much, but people, you have such favor with the people. Amen. And salvation will just start to pop out. Just like popcorn. Amen. Why? Because of the season that you are in. This season of open doors, the Lord will deal with the hearts. Hallelujah. And he will open the hearts of some people, strategic people, to this church. Oh, my goodness. Come on now. If I were you, I was already believing God for some, you know, official, governmental, open doors. Amen. God can move in the hearts of the people just to favor you. Amen. So this wide open door from God, this season of open doors, it will come with favor. Amen. It will bring favor before people. It will grant you favor and grant you access to the hearts of the people. Hallelujah. Now turn with me to 1 Corinthians 16. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 9. I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic Version. It says this, for a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at what Paul said, a wide door of opportunity for effectual service has opened to me. There a great and promising one. But that's a catch. Because the verse didn't finish here. Okay. It says, and there are many adversaries. You see, 
You see, many times you think, why Lord this and why that? And, oh, you know, I'm just tired and some things come up and another thing. And when I think this is settled and I can breathe and then something else comes up, it comes with the territory. Amen. So it was a wide door of opportunity for effectual service, effectual service. But it was not going to come to him easy. There were some adversaries. And that's okay. That's okay. It comes with adversaries. He is already letting us know that there are some doors in this season of open doors, some doors that God wants you to go through. You're going to have some persecution. You're going to have to endure some battle. But that's fine because we know we won. We already won. We know we win every time. So this wide door of opportunity comes, but it doesn't come easily. It comes with many adversaries. And you shouldn't look at this as, oh, adversaries, no, thank you. No, because the Bible says it's for effectual service. So there are some opportunities that will present itself to you. And you have to be led by the Holy Spirit to understand this is my cue. This is what God wants me to just go in. And I know that once I take that step, some demons in hell will be released on me. But I don't care because I am in a season of open doors. And God has already mentioned that I'm going to have some adversaries, but that's okay. It is for effectual service. It is to do some damages in in hell. It is to do some damages in the territory of the enemy. So I'm fine. You know, as long as, although I have this wide door of opportunity, I'm fine if I'm making some damages on the other side. I don't know how you think, but that's how I think. Come on, baby, bring it all. <laughs> bring, bring it all, because I'm ready to man, do some damages on the other side. Amen. Now, God will not open a door of opportunity for you just for the sake of doing it. He said it's for effectual service. Hallelujah. It's to implant some things on the earth. Glory to God. It should plant the word of God on the earth. It should maybe raise a work somewhere. It should bless some people somewhere. Amen. Amen. It's for effectual service. It's to do some damages in hell. Amen. Glory to God. So there are some, uh, there are many adversaries, but we don't care. That's our, that should be our, you know, standing point. I don't care. If God is giving me this wide door of opportunity, I will take it. Amen. Amen. Maybe it's a wide door of opportunity in your job, at your workplace. And then all those demons possess colleagues of yours. We will all, all of them coming at you. But you know, it's for effectual service. Amen. It's for effectual service. I'm, I'm just getting ready to be promoted. Amen. I, you know, it's for effectual service. It's for the gospel to be preached. It's for Jesus to be glorified. So I'm okay with it. Amen. So that should be our attitude. Glory to God. Amen. 
Now, let's go to 2 Kings, please. 2 Kings chapter 8. This season of open doors, it will bring restoration. Glory to God. Restoration. So we are seeing this season of open door. Nobody can close the door that God has opened. Revelation and insight and utterance will come. Favor and salvation. Amen. Opportunities for effectual service. And this season of open doors, it will bring restoration. Amen. Now, 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 5 says this. And it came to pass as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life. That behold, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. And Jehazi said, my lord, O king, this is the woman. And this is her son whom Elijah, Elijah restored to life. So we are reading here from verse 5 and verse, uh, only verse 5. And there is already three words restored. He restored a dead body to life. He restored to life. And then he restored to life. Verse 6, and when the king asked the woman, she told him. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer saying, restore all that was hers. Restore all that was hers. And all the fruit of the field since the day she left the land. Even until now. Come on. I don't know about you, but God is about to restore some things in your life. I don't know if it was due to COVID. I don't know if it was due to some other mess that was going on. Amen. But the Bible says that this woman, she got restoration of all. Amen. Now, the Bible does say, restore all that was hers and all the fruit of the field since the day that she left the land. I don't know what dreams you had to keep, keep on uh, the shelf for so long. I don't know why you had to stop and I don't want to, um, you know, go into that detail. The fact of the matter is, whatever was in your heart, whatever dream, whatever promise of God, whatever word from the Lord that you were not able to fulfill because of some mess that was going around you, around your family, around your nation, come on, God is saying, I'm going to restore it and you're going to have the fruit of it since the day that you left that thing on the shelf. to God. Glory to God. Are you ready for some restoration? Hallelujah. Restoration. And it's not going to be just a, a passing, no, just, just a little bit. Since the day. Since the day. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I can see the angels just calculating it. Okay, when, when was it? Okay, oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to include.
conclude that date, okay, all right. The Lord is ready to do someone supernatural restoration in your lives. In the name of Jesus, I declare restoration in your mind, restoration in your soul, restoration in your body, restoration in your finances. restore some things you know for some of you you have even forgotten about it it's something that you okay Lord it, it passed away that's fine but the Lord is now just you know in your heart just bringing it back to you flashing it back and saying hey I know you let it go but I didn't I didn't let it go and just because I love you just because I care for you I'm ready to restore some things because this is the season of open doors. Glory to God. Now, these open doors will also bring abundant harvest. Glory to God. So, open your Bibles, please, to Genesis 41. And I would like to call the musicians up if they can just come and start playing something with me, for me. Amen. The instrumentals. Don't, don't wait for my uh, sign. Just come up and flow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Genesis 41, chapter 41, verse 49. It says this, And Joseph gathered corn as the sand of the sea, very much until he left numbering, for he was without number. Now the NIV version says, Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain, like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm talking about some abundance here. Amen. Now, <laughs> in these wide open doors, he wants to restore things to you. And he wants to bring abundant harvest to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, the Bible says, the NIV, that he stored up huge quantities of grain like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records. He stopped keeping records. Amen. We, we, we are ready for some abundance. I'm ready for some abundance. Amen. Some harvest, abundant harvest. But you see, it's not really abundant if you can count it. Amen. Not according to this verse. Amen. Overflow, overflow, it will get you to this place that you, 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 you just stop keeping records because it's beyond measure. You see, and God is ready to blow your mind away 
for some abundant harvest that you have planted so many years back that you have forgotten about it, but God hasn't. And in this season that I'm announcing by the Spirit of God to you this morning, in this season of open doors that I came to uh, to announce to you, there are going to be some abundant harvest that you cannot keep records of it. Glory to God. It's going to be so huge. Huge quantities. Huge quantities of provision of God. Of the blessings of God. It's going to be beyond measure. Hallelujah. And He's ready to do that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, you know that under us as a nation, we all, Brazil was the same thing, we all suffered much with COVID. There was so much taken away from us. Dreams, provision, plans that we had and we couldn't fulfill it. Mission trips that we couldn't make. Open churches that we could not open. Churches that we could not plant. Because there was during that COVID. Oh, but get ready. Get ready. (laughs) Get ready, Pastor Craig, for some abundant harvest. And I hear the Lord say, it's not just financial for you. It's harvest in so many ways of opening churches. Churches. Churches that should have been already birthed out. But it was not for so many other reasons. But God is giving you a grace, a specific grace for this new season in your life as a church. Hallelujah. Amen. So I I see Pastor Craig flowing more in the prophetic. The word of knowledge coming over him just because of that wide open door of utterance. Amen. The season of open doors. The word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discernment of spirits in such a, uh, and I know you're already flowing that. I have seen you doing it, but it, 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 it's, it's like in a higher degree. It's just like in a, in, a, in a greater way. Hallelujah. It's a wave that is coming. It's just picking, picking pace, just growing and it's getting stronger and it's stronger and it's stronger. And it's going to just flood this place and flood wherever you go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now the last verse I promise, Ezekiel chapter 12. Glory to God. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 21. I'm going to read out of the NLT, the New Living Translation, just because it, it makes it better to understand Ezekiel chapter 12 verse 21 says this again a message came to me from the Lord son of man you've heard that proverb they quote in Israel Israel times passes time passes and prophecies come to nothing tell the tell the people This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will put an end to this proverb and will soon stop quoting it. 
you will soon stop quoting it. Now give them this new proverb to replace the old one. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. So they had a proverb in Israel. You know, prophecies, oh, you know, we heard them. Uh, it's nothing going on. And God says, hey, I hear this proverb is going on around and I hear it. And, and, and I'm, I'm putting an end to this. And I'm replacing the old for the new. You see, that's what Pastor Craig was talking about, speaking the word, confessing the word. Your words will bring things to you. Amen. So instead of saying prophecies, you know, it's not, they didn't come to nothing. I mean, they, they didn't happen. It came to nothing. I mean, that prophecy I received was powerful, but nothing happened. God said, put an end to this. Stop saying that. I'm replacing a new proverb. I'm replacing the old for the new. And the new one is this. That's what you're going to start to say from now on. The time has come for every prophecy to be fulfilled. Glory to God. Can you stand to your feet this morning? Hallelujah. So a season of open doors, we know that God, when he opens a door, no man can shut. We know that with an open, the season of open door, revelation and insight and utterance will be flowing in a higher and greater degree. Favor and salvation, opportunities for effectual service, restoration and abundant harvest. And for all those things that we just heard, we put in our hearts, we declare in our hearts, the time has come. The time has come. Hallelujah. Amen. It is here right now. Amen. Every prophecy shall be fulfilled. Every prophecy will be fulfilled because God is not a liar. He's not a son of man that he can just uh, forget about it. Hallelujah. So I want you to lift up your hands this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord has come forth. There are so many things that this word, this this announcement for of a season of open doors can just touch you in so many different areas. I mean, we could stay here for the whole day, but we, we have uh, some, you know, specific time for this. But you could apply a season of open doors for so many arenas of your life that I didn't even touch here because of the time. You see? But this is the time for all the prophecies that you have received to come to pass. Amen. So I declare over you this morning in the name of Jesus that every word that you have received, every promise that you have received from the Lord, oh yeah, that your heart will just grasp. Glory to God. The revelation, the insight, the wisdom, the knowledge in how to operate these things for this season. <laughs> 
Yeah, this season of open doors in so many arenas for your life as a church, as an individual. Great harvest is coming. Great restoration is coming. Ah, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it has already started. Restoration in your mind, restoration in your soul, restoration in your emotions, restoration in your physical body. Receive restoration right now for your health in the name of Jesus. Restoration for some financial damage. Financial damage that you have suffered. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We embrace the word of the Lord. We call it, every prophecy shall be fulfilled. We call it out. We say it out loud. Glory to God. Glory to God. And all the doors of opportunities, we will walk through them. Right through them. For we are not afraid of the adversaries. We are not afraid of the enemy. What can men do unto us? What can men do unto us? There is nothing that men can do against us. There is nothing that the devil can do against us that will prevail. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We receive the open doors that you have for us this morning. Each one of them. We receive wide doors of opportunities. Ah. <laughs> We receive restoration. Restoration in marriages. Restorations in relationships. Oh, restoration in relationships. Restoration. <laughs> Restoration. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. I thank you for the mighty anointing of the Holy Ghost that breaks yokes, removes burdens, and destroys bondages. That mighty anointing of the Holy Ghost that declares, that pierces this natural realm and shows us things to come. You're the mighty Holy Ghost that shows us things to come. And you've shown us some things to come this morning by this message and by this word of the Spirit. And Father, I knew something special was reserved for today. I didn't know what it was. But Father, my heart is aglow and ablaze with gratitude for you to bring Reverend Sheila into our midst, to fill her mouth and fill her heart with your prophetic word for us today. Lord, what she doesn't know, because I haven't said anything to her, is that two months ago you spoke to me and you said this is as a this year is like a Bethel year where 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 Elisha went up to Bethel and he said, Tell the people to come up, tell the people to come up higher, for this year is a coming up year. 
And then, Lord, you gave me a word back in April, and you said, just as the wave begins to grow and grow and grow, and you are sucked up into that wave, Lord, you gave me that analogy when I was in El Salvador. I had to catch those waves into that shore. And I know what it feels like to get sucked up into that wave, and then you ride the wave and use its energy, use its energy, not our flesh, but the energy of God to propel us and accelerate us forward. And you said, tell the people they're coming up in Bethel and they're coming up in that wave. And that 2024 is going to be a brand new season for this church. Now, Father, you heard my words and you saw my preaching. And I took two Sundays to preach this back in March or April, whenever it was. And I declared the prophetic utterance of God that you said something new is coming in 24. That we are coming to the end of this season that we've been in. And that there is a great door that things are coming in next year. Father, I said it at your command And Lord, I believe the people heard it and received it. But Father, you have sent now somebody that didn't know anything, that was uninfluenced by me whatsoever, but heard the Holy Ghost saying the same thing, that there is a new season on our doorstep, that there is an open door from heaven that's coming. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that we're not waiting till 24. We're starting right now. We're starting right now. And this verse, Father, just exploded. I'm so grateful that she didn't quit early and that she read this verse. Oh, my Lord. I have to read it to you from the, from the King James. It says, the days are at hand. Say, this is our word, say, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision. Now the Amplified Classic, say, the days are at hand and the fulfillment of every vision. Fulfillment's a little easier to understand than the word effect. So, and I heard the Holy Ghost say, now that's what you say, son. He's been dealing with me with my words. He said, now that, tell the congregation to say that. Tell the congregation to say that. Not once a month. Tell the congregation to say it as often as they think of it. Father, the days are at hand. The days are at hand. The days have come. We are in the season right now and the fulfillment of every vision. It will be a proverb at promise of life. Not old, nothing ever happens around here, but the days are at hand. The fulfillment of the vision is at hand. So, Father, I thank you. Lord, you have spoken to us as a congregation. We have spoken. Lord, not every preacher comes in here with with that kind of anointing. And we appreciate all the anointings. And we love all the the flows. But, Father, not everyone comes in here with that kind of anointing and that kind of a flow to decree and to declare the future. And Father, I didn't know what to expect, but in my spirit, there was a bubbling of anticipation for a number of weeks before this morning. And I just knew something special was going to happen, but I didn't know what it was, and now I see what it is. You've You've brought her with a word from heaven to confirm what I've been preaching and to add more. Because, Lord, I didn't say all those things she said before. You have added to this. You have given us meat on the bones, so to speak. Hallelujah. So we lift our hands one more time and we thank you. Lord Jesus, as a congregation, we sense what's vital. Your word tells us to approve what is excellent or to sense what is vital. And Lord, we sense that this message is vital for our congregation. It is by the Spirit, from the Spirit, through the Spirit, and via her lips. 
and it is for our good and it is for our aid and it is for our encouragement and our hearts are open and we receive it wholeheartedly this morning and we will listen to this message again lord i'm going to go back i wanted to catch the spirit of it this morning so I didn't write notes because I want to catch the spirit of it. But Father, now I'm going to go back and I'm going to be a good student and I'm going to listen to it again and I'm going to pause it and I'm going to write notes and get the mechanics of it and all the meat that she gave by the Spirit about all these different scriptures and what the open door includes. But Father, I caught the spirit of it this morning. And I thank you. That was more important than writing all the notes because I can go back and listen. But I needed to catch the spirit of it. And I've caught it, Father. And I receive it. And I say this congregation catches it. And they receive it. And they're coming up higher with me. And the days are at hand for the fulfillment of every vision. In Jesus' mighty name.